Hello, hello, hello. Uh, this is the Comedy Podcast. This is a very special episode of the Comedy Podcast because we had, until yesterday afternoon, <laughs> we had no <laughs> plans to film this. Um, if you don't know what we do on this podcast, it's, we talk about mu- movies, music, video games, television shows, Asian dramas, and, you know, living our lives as 20-somethings in 2021 in the middle of a panorama. I'm Tori. <laughs> I'm Nia. And this is another installation of the historical uh, drama junkies. Um, our unit has only had one episode out, Mr. Queen. And we want to like thank you guys for liking that episode. It's become one of our most listened to episodes wow. all of a sudden. Maybe like we actually finally rode the wave and got the episode. Right. <laughs> got the right timing. <laughs> thank y'all for listening. That's crazy. We really do appreciate it. We're definitely going to do more episodes like this. Me and Nia could literally sit here for days. And, and just rant <laughs> historical dramas and today it's kind of like a rant slash review slash like summarizing of what's going on in the k-drama world because as of today is march today is literally 6 30 march 26 and yesterday news came out that joseph exorcist a drama that a lot of people have been waiting on for the past two to three years has been canceled after two episodes that's Ooh. madness like that's absolutely madness but continue. I don't want to interrupt. I'm just, just oh, no, processing no, no. that. No, like, because I texted you. You were like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, I because in my at my big age, I have never heard of a K-drama being canceled while it was airing. Usually they'll just let it air and then like, dra- like drop off in ratings and just be like, oh, well, that's a flop. But nobody's going to cancel. No, I've definitely heard some episodes getting like two or four episodes cut back because ratings aren't doing what they're supposed to do yeah yeah i've heard of that too like cut back but not like okay we're done (laughs) like i've never period point blank it's over and for me i'm gonna just state this at the beginning of the podcast i think this was the perfect storm i think this wasn't just an isolated event that's happening in um south korea but i swear to god on our last episode we talked about how we wanted um we wanted historical writers to think outside the box. We were like, are we really just going to keep talking about Sejon Dewang and Hejong <laughs> and, 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 you know, the founding of Goryeo for the 17th time? So yeah. I also talked about this in the last episode about how historicals have a place in the history of Korean television because, if I'm not mistaken, the first serialized Korean television series was a historical and they did like 500 years of Joseon, where people got to see the dramatization of actual historical facts of the founding of Joseon and Goryeo and Three Kingdom time and all that good stuff. But I guess we're just going to structure. I have little notes. I actually have notes for this episode, y'all. Because there's a lot to go over. So we're going to talk about the hype of this drama. Joseon Exorcist. I want to say the teasers dropped out sometime mid late last year, right? Mm-hmm. I, I was excited. Was, wasn't it fall? Yeah, it was like sometime fall, sometime in the last quarter of 2020. We were like, oh, okay, we're bringing some more supernatural, more fantasy. After people saw the success from Kingdom, we're like, okay, let's do this. Let's go. Let's rock the boat. <laughs> I was excited. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, wait, exorcists. So they're not zombies, though. They look like zombies. And we'll get to the lore 
in this drama in a second. <laughs> yeah. But I was really excited. A lot of our timeline was excited. Um, Park Sung-hoon, um, Dong-yeon, who plays the two princes, like the cast was insane. We were like, ooh, Lee Yu-B is in this. There's so many great actors. And I think that's the saddest part for me is that I don't, we're never going to see these actors work together again mm. since this project is over. Because Park Sung-hoon's fine ass, when he walked right? up, as Prince Young Young, I was like, damn, son, when the teaser pictures came out for him, I was like, is this how I become a Park Sung Hoon fan? Like, I didn't watch Psychopath Diary or the dramas he did before that because they just weren't my interest. But I was like, damn, son. And I saw so many familiar faces. I was like, okay, so this is going to be an interesting show. Mm-hmm. Did we know it wasn't going to get past the second episode. So, <laughs> yeah. Joseph and um, Exorcist. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just like that just popped in my head like when i since we heard about this last year i don't remember what my initial opinions were i was just kind of mm-hmm. like yay another historical like we got one right. made we did it kids <laughs> that kind of we thing. did it we like, made it because like when was the last we had like before mr queen historicals weren't popping like she was i think mm-hmm. people were really into nocto flower and then which i i, um, I which was kind of mm, like it was it's seven <laughs> out of ten it wasn't anything like exponentially fantastic but yeah nocto flower and then there was the other nocto story about the uprising of the lower class that had yeah um, which is not on any streaming platforms which is kind of unfortunate it is, it's on on demand korea i have oh gotcha gotcha <laughs> Oh, I was yeah. thinking like Vicky or Netflix, but that's yeah, my very there's narrow. Two, there's two Noctos. The Nocto with Dong Yeon, who stars in yeah. this in Joseon Ephesus, and then the yeah, one, that's other the one, one with the older cast. Yeah, that's the the one that got a lot of awards was the one with the older cast, which I yes. couldn't see because I didn't know where to watch it. And also I was like, but the the, the one where this lead yes. Yeah. But the one with <laughs> this lead who was in Noctu Flower, like that mm-hmm. drama was very comedy, very hee hee kiki yeah i was like it was mm. very much a fusion historical like the type of historicals that we had been getting like after six flying yeah. dragons after um rebel thief who saw the people i don't know if we had another historical that hit besides the one noktu with um john sook and joe john sook in it yeah so like um we were we wanted another kind of like a heavy historical like with older actors like i have yeah. nothing against younger actors doing historicals but the tones of those dramas tend to be less intense yeah and historicals have to have some type of intensity in it to be entertaining in my opinion um so we were excited for joseph exorcist this is the same screenwriter as mr queen for those of you that's great wait tori wait 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 wait, wait, wait. what excuse that comes me? into play that comes into play later because i'm not but but huh because i mean go on variety but i just i didn't grasp that at all yeah 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 so this is uh joseph exorcist is supposed to be during the later part of the 14th century kim Taejong abolished the goryeo dynasty and is now running the kingdom of joseph at the same time there are a few that know of a deal he made with an evil spirit which in turn used their powers to possess humans to control and terrorize the world the king's two sons prince um chung young and prince yang young are the two that stand in his way for two different reasons now dong young plays prince um yang young who is who, t- Prince Chunyoung, who will end up being Sejong Daehwang. For those of you who know who Sejong Daehwang, Daehwang is, oh, King wow. Sejong is the founder of the Korean alphabet. He's one of the greatest Koreans in Joseon history. And um, so, yeah, I, when, now we can just talk about, because you watched the first two episodes, right? I watched the first episode and the half of, I got through half of the second. I just didn't finish it, but. 
Okay, I finished the first episode. Now, when I did see this trailer, there's something that I always have a... I picked... I talked about this in the last episode we did, but I have a bone to pick with historicals that don't use... Um, that don't tap into the wealth of the Korean culture. Like, Arthur Chronicles, I didn't watch that because it just felt like Korean actors in a Western historical to me, and to me, there was a disconnect, and so I didn't want to watch it. But I think it was supposed to be the time before kingdoms like were fully established, like when there were still tribes coming around, whatever. And that's fine, because that was like fully fantasy, like full fantasy, like giving you for real like magic and shit. Giving yeah. you for real like Korean version of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, And when I saw Just an Exorcist, I was like, why do we have to have Catholicism in it? That was my first thought. I was like, yeah. was the priest necessary? Because I know there's a shaman religion based in Korea. Like the wailing we've gotten tons of movies or tons of characters that are like can see ghosts and speak to spirits and stuff like that so i was like this is giving me low-key white savior this is giving me low-key also white savior vibes you mentioned like the historical background you gave because low-key when i go in a lot of historicals i don't know who these people are i learn mm. about them through the drama and then i research after i finish so I don't, I didn't read about who Empress Key was or Queen Sunduk until I actually finished. So uh-huh. this, I was going in thinking, okay, well, this is just, because it said fiction, this is a work of fiction. So I was thinking these were all just fictional folks. And so yeah. I, when you said this was that, that really young son is King Sejong, I was like, huh? Because right. I didn't know. Because they don't I, use, I they, so they don't. They don't get their king names until they become kings. Yeah, and I was like, I was when I saw the white man. <laughs> sorry, when I saw the Catholic <laughs> priest, I was like, what time period are we in? Are we in right? Like, and I was very. That was one thing that genuinely confused me because I was like, okay, they're seeing the white yeah. man and the and the one warrior. Did you get to the second episode? No, I didn't watch the second episode. Okay, <laughs> I don't I was, know if they mentioned it in drama. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if they mentioned the second episode, but one of the the warriors in that little. Um, that little group, that traveling uh-huh. entertainment group, he's half, uh-huh. he's mixed with white, and his grandfather was white, and I was like, what? Excuse what me? Yes. Oh, that yes, okay, the, wait, the character played by Kim Dong, Kim Dong Jung from Zegoki Idol, from Zaya? I think, him? I think, because he's the one who saves the prince in the first right. episode. He punches him in the stomach? Yep. That's, That's Kim he, Dong he's an apparently, idol. Apparently, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. So then, so now we can kind of get into, like, watching the drama watching the drama before we get to the controversy so <laughs> yeah, sorry, I before just, we I get off so of the confused. drama no 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 you're fine because like i think what you just said about how you watch dramas and then you go look it up is part of the problem why the controversy got big a lot of people watch t- media and don't criticize it they don't think anything of it they just get entertained by it and it's fine which is fine but mm-hmm. we cannot as people who live in a digital media world we cannot ignore the influences that television has on people right even if it's minuscule so there are people like you who will go research there are people like me who research while they're watching but there are people who will watch this and even though it's fiction take it as some semblance of meaning close to actual truth right now let's get into the episode and then we'll get into the controversy so i watched the first episode and i'm watching this and my biggest pet peeve with all this shit was the fuck are these zombies are they vampires are they evil <laughs> the lore in this drama makes absolutely no fucking sense 
Tori, to answer that question, (laughs) it's like literally, like you said, are they zombies? I think of a multiple choice question. Are they zombies? Are they vampires? It's like A, C, all of the above. (laughs) The basics, there are basics to supernatural and fantasy. Like you take a concept and then you make the lore your own. The lore for a vampire is that you get bit, they drain your blood, and then the virus that they have in their mouth turns you into a fucking vampire or they kill you, right? That's yeah. the lore for a vampire. We understand that. The lore for a zombie is that that motherfucker has no mind. It's either fast as fuck, and depending on what country you're in, they all got different um, strength, speed, intelligence levels, right? But the lore, the basic lore of a zombie is that if your ass get bit, then you turn into a zombie. Or they do it in like some Western zombies is this, everybody's already infected and the minute you die, you turn into a zombie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the concept is uh, very clear. The concept for most evil spirits is that this is a spirit. It's a demon. It's an otherworldly, underworldly ghost beast that possesses a body and does evil things. Right? I'm not crazy, yeah. right? No, you're not. I've been There's in- rules. <laughs> There's rules. This drama was like, how do we give you the grossness of zombies <laughs> with the intelligence of demons, but also and sprinkling like, some vampires for fun? And sprinkling some right? Because when 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 the when the first of all, I was so I was already ready to fight these writers the minute that the young prince showed up. When the when the when the people went into the woods and they were screaming and yelling and shit, I the frustration i had watching this scene i was like that boy can't be more than like four foot eight why has nobody picked his ass up and ran like why has nobody picked yes up oh ran? my tori that scene i was like okay this is giving like k dramas from 15 years ago like we've progressed we've progressed past this y'all we've progressed past staring at the person who's going to kill you and just sitting and watching staring at like the car that's going to run you over like staring death exactly not doing anything we, like which is why tori it's crazy what you said this was written by the mr queen writer because like well, where the, where did it where did all that intellectualness go where well, did it, it might go? not have been intellect because there was controversy with mr queen too but didn't even get this big mm, so, true. and also i want to get your opinion did you what, what did you think after like were you bored watching the first episode or were you just like I finding trying to understand my once i got to the end of the first episode i had to go look at how many episodes this was supposed to be right mm-hmm. because when we talk when we talk about well done dramas a well done drama makes you attached to the characters right it gives yeah. you time to fall in love with these people to feel their sadness feel their happiness and for lack of a better um comparison kingdom did that very well we spent like the first two three episodes getting to know people even though shit was going on like craziness was a like suspect was a foot chaos was a foot but we were still yeah. like we love we want to see these characters survive and live and they were giving us time for that this story dropped you right into the middle of chaos with no explanation so this is what i have a problem with because you expect everybody who's watching this to already know who who king taejong is so which is also a problem. Like, I feel like the drama also, I feel like the drama could have reconciled a lot of stuff before it decided to come up with whatever it came up with the first episode. Because how mm. the fuck am I supposed to love a king that goes, cr- like, first of all, this is also ableism because people with mental illnesses shouldn't be looked at as villains. But it immediately makes yeah. turns him into a villain because he starts seeing his father because he starts killing people. His 
when I tell you his crew don't move an inch, all the other soldiers that are with him don't move a foot. I was like, Tori, how that y'all... scene, that scene was, was just screaming. like, that, like, I was like, okay, this has got to be some sort of alternate universe where they just let right. kings just destroy an Do entire she... town. Right. Crazy. Like, because a lot, even if King Taejong was ruthless in some of his reign a lot of right. there's a lot of accounts of him being a very like the actual king Tejong being a very um empathetic man to his family and his people and so i was just sitting here like what in the because i was just like because immediately after i saw him kill first of all that's what i also didn't like because it's ableist to make this man have hallucinations and delusions yeah without an explanation because it immediately yeah. makes him the villain. Like, he became the villain of the story from that first five minutes. So, but as the story continues, like, it's supposed, I guess we're supposed to have more episodes to watch to really get how complex he is. Like, he's, he wants to do his best for Joseph, which I really feel because we got to stop the zombie, evil spirit, vampire, mishmash, Frankenstein thing. And, but like, looking at him, like, when he, when he sees that his son got scratched, and like that immediate like disassociation mm. from the son. Like there's like so many there's so many deeper things that could have happened, but when you turn him into a a murderer with no type of like um I can't remorse this word. Remorse, like remorse or like what's like no rules at the beginning of yeah. the story. No moral compass. No, no more nobody wants to care about him the rest of the series. Yeah. And then also, like, just so I can clarify, like, like you were completely right about it being pretty ableist because Mm -hmm. it's not that what he was doing wasn't probably something that happened in real life. It's the fact that they kind of dwelled on it and the people around him were just like, okay, that's fine. Right. Like, right. Like like, somebody shouted once, like, you have to get yourself together. And I'm like, obviously, like, put your hands on him. Go grab him. (laughs) Right. Also, like, like, the, seeing that scene and then continuing the story and like the constant like him wanting to be like oh i have to save joseph but you're not telling anybody that can help you save your country anything yeah your son is the guy oh my god tori i the like- mystery, <laughs> the the lack of communication i'm like this, where where are the so where are the communication <laughs> skills where like the fact that he was and listen that whole setup about how he doesn't like his oldest son and right. I was just like, I get it. There's something that he must have done in the past that you don't like mm-hmm. him for. But like right now, right now, we have <laughs> zombie, vampire, whatever you want to call them <laughs> outside. You got to let that, let it live. Like right. get rid of that. Like you, you, you can't walk around in an apocalypse saying, oh, I'm not going to tell you because you're not good. Excuse me? To quote I, 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 Nia from my first ever podcast episode, when the apocalypse is right at your goddamn front door, y'all don't have time for this shit. We don't have time for this shit. How are you, how are you going to be like, I'm going to do it? I would, will, I would willingly sacrifice my son, even though it would give me so much pain, so that this yeah. play gets done, but you're not willing to tell your son who's going to be a future king what's going to fuck him. This man was in the goddamn king. dark. He, he's the... He was, Y'all mad at him for sitting in here finna get his rocks on with my with his old <laughs> with Ori, but y'all ain't telling him shit. How y'all gonna be mad at him but not tell him shit? I was sitting here exactly. Like, where, where is the connection? You can't. And also, 
Oh, no, Sorry, go ahead. I was, no, 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 I had nothing to say. I was just going to go off. <laughs> <laughs> no, continue to go off. I just, the one thing that's fascinating about this, at least in this drama, they didn't pull brothers, brother, sibling oh. rivalry yet because they all yes. got the same mom, apparently, which is, that's like rare. <laughs> that's very, there's that's not a concubine. Rare. So See, rare. I don't know if she's everybody's mama, though. I don't know if she's everybody's. Mm. Is she, is she Dongyun's mama, too? Cause, like, I don't know. Right. Because oh, cause sometimes most the person who is, like in in what I've learned from the concubine relationship that happened in ancient China was that even if you're the official wife, all the children call you mother. Gotcha, so... gotcha, gotcha. But See, we do the... know that that okay, she's the mom of the youngest and the oldest, right? But we don't right. know if she because the 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 middle boy we don't know if, because they've never had a scene together, and <laughs> that we and won't we know. Just, can we talk about how? the the comedic timing was so off why were oh all my god dong yun scenes met with comedic background music i'm like if this man is supposed to be sejong daewang if this man is supposed to be the next king you think that we we, t- we should be taking his thing seriously like he's supposed to be going to get the savior who's supposed to help us exercise all these goddamn spirits but right um the like scene supposed to be the antithesis of his brother right and the scenes of where they're supposed to like have like all of this like important conversation about exorcism and shit like that i'm like first of first of all first of fucking all if there are hundreds of people getting possessed by these goddamn spirits this one catholic priest is not gonna do shit i was so confused (laughs) i was sitting here like it's taking you 17 minutes 17 minutes to exercise this goddamn spirit you couldn't even get her get them out on the first time how the fuck are you supposed to save this entire country when i tell you i was mad i was like if y'all don't cut this bitch head off and keep it moving i I was so upset i was like how because that's what makes you feel like a zombie movie they're talking about how many people are getting dying and how fast it's moving and i'm like how many demons do y'all have how many and wait, evil and you're, you're riding everything on this one Caucasian man? Excuse me? Like, it, 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 something's not mathing. It's not mathing. <laughs> it don't add up. <laughs> make it make sense, Marco. Make it make, make sense. It make, make sense. Make the shit make sense. It does and not. And that. It's all like how I've, I was like, this drama would have been so much better if all of the royal family was on one accord. Why are y'all on such yeah. different accords? Like, when, okay, so my thing when I was talking about the shamanism thing, and they finally had the scene with the shaman, she was she was on to some shit, and then the king came in and stopped her. I know. I was like, I, I, I. He's like, he was like, don't you think that I would have already done something if you know if 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 we have people in our country you can do it? I was like, have you given us a chance? She right. don't know you. Is this her it's first time? It's been five minutes. Tori, there's so many things. And the thing is, this episode wasn't even, I mean, it was long, but it wasn't abnormally long compared to other right. dramas, first right. episodes. Like, it was about right. an hour. And it's just like, a lot happened, but nothing happened. It's just bad <laughs> screenwriting. There was no exposition for us to actually get to know the characters. You dropped yeah. us into a story, making your protagonist seem like an antagonist. And I'm spo- I know it's supposed to be like going back and forth and be like, he might be an anti-hero or that shit. You have to establish that in the first episode. You yeah. cannot expect people to watch after the first episode. Like, yeah. How am I supposed to give a fuck if you make you make everybody a villain? You make everybody yeah. a villain. Don't nobody know what the fuck is going on. Like, there's, there's like even when the the 
whatever the fucking Frankenstein monsters <laughs> appear. There wasn't even a lot of anxiety in it. Like that ending scene where um, Park Sung Hoon's character is walking back out to see the damage that happened at this gate and they're walking up to the monster. I'm like, ain't nobody take out their sword yet? Ain't nobody cut their head right. off? Why do y'all all have a freeze response? It's flight, freeze, or fight. Why is everybody exactly. freezing? Why is everybody freezing? I was just. Why are they, they just acting like they can just convince these? Like they're acting like this one man from from the Catholic Church is just going to be like, you know what? He's going to save everybody. It's like y'all need to get your swords. Like why are you not fighting? It's it's and like Tori, it's crazy. And like that whole thing about well, we could save them. You could save them, bitch. Oh. But you're gonna lose another hundred and fifty people. <laughs> waiting right. on this man to exercise somebody and also i don't even know we'll never know but he had like tattoos and shit i'm like are yeah are are priests allowed to have tats so is he not yeah. really a priest it just has something more to do with like satanism and demonicism and they're covering him up that's what i thought priest. too i was like there was just too much going on and this like this and we'll get into like the controversy in a second but like the drama itself didn't make fucking sense it made no yeah. sense the lore made no sense. The rules of the world made absolutely no sense. And once you learn the controversy of it, maybe you'll think differently of these first two episodes. Was What are your thoughts going into the half of the second episode? Because I didn't watch it. For me, I was just, after I finished the first episode, I was like, this is a little rough, but I kind of gave it the benefit of the doubt because I was thinking, well, they'll make it better in time because I wanted to like this drama a lot because like not just the hype behind it but like it has a huge budget and I was like okay they're gonna make this work somehow <laughs> and then right. second episode we kind of just pick up where the it ends starts where the first episode ended where they're still fighting against the folks in the the zombie monsters in that building with the <laughs> priest and stuff I and love then how the, we the, don't know the, what to call them <laughs> exactly <laughs> the, the evil things <laughs> But um, <laughs> then once again, the 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 what do you call that? The traveling group, the entertainment mm-hmm. traveling group, comes back and saves the prince yet again. So they saved him in two times in one night, and then he asked them to his- escort him back to Hanyang. And then the guy who's the leader of the crew is like, "Sure," and like kind of being sly about it. Like we don't like the point is they're trying to make it seem like oh we can't trust these folks, and mm-hmm. so. He he. They decide to escort the prince back to Hanyang, and there's like, just like Joe. I guess lighthearted. Is it comedy? It's kind of comedy. One like it's a lot of like that. The guy that the Catholic, um, the Catholic priest, the Korean mm-hmm. ambassador guy who's with him turns out to be such a piece of trash because he starts. Oh, he was garbage like, from the minute he walked in. He's yeah. like, let's go to a sing house and eat. I'm like, bitch, the, the apocalypse. The apocalypse exactly. is happening. We don't have yeah. time for you to eat. Yeah, and he, and, and Tori, it legit, he continues that because that one, you know oh, the oh, one oh. girl in their group? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he thinks that she's a boy and so he's like, like, he was making crude jokes and I was like, and she's she's like trying to show him like, like she kind of intimidates him because he, he all, he's all mouth but no talk, but no all bark, action. No bite, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I'm like, why is the scene in here? Why are you? Why is he getting this much screen time? <laughs> and then after that, when they get back, then it then it cuts to like the little brothers like fully absorb the evil body 
like the whoever the evil spirit is a Zezel, a Jezel, whatever the fuck yeah. that name was when i tell you when i was like when they said there's some evil like cathartic like cathartic spirit that we have to go after i was like i knew the plot then so king Taejong yeah. had made a deal with this evil spirit and now this evil spirit is off its fucking rocker Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting here like my also thing going back to the scene at the beginning, the reason he was killing the people in his mental delusion, he's like they can't say anything or see anything. And I was just like, that makes absolutely no sense. Mm. Because none of these people have been infected. And even if they did, it would just be a goddamn rumor. So what the hell? Right. What in the hell right. was his reason? Again, being ableist and being like, oh, because he's suffering, he's allowed to kill all these people. And right. you know, become the antagonist of our story because this is all his fault and i'm just like this is i don't even know how they were going to this is also my concern after i why i looked to go see how many episodes it was supposed to be 16 episodes i was like the pacing of the story makes no sense the pacing of this story makes absolutely no sense like how are we moving so fast yet so slow and still not getting like the, the, that's the, a good the, way the, to describe it like slow and fast yeah we're moving fast because you gave us no exposition on the characters, but we're moving slow because that scene where he's exercising her, I was like, it's taking too long. If this was an mm. apocalypse, y'all would all be dead. Y'all would all be dead. This is unbelievable yeah. to me, even in a fantasy. And the second so, episode drags too. Like, like I only made it to like 30 minute mark, but mm-hmm. it drags because it's a lot of like talking about what needs to be done. And then like, and then once the little boy fully absorbs the bad spirit or whatever Mm -hmm. you can tell he like he's no longer crying so he's like you can tell he's evil now and they still have him locked up in that ice block but the people bring him out because they're like okay it's time you have to kill him and he's talking to his dad like like oh it's me it's me and then he switches and he's like you can't kill this boy and stuff and it's like it turns into this dramatic moment where you think he's gonna kill him but he doesn't Mm -hmm but he's counting on the, the middle son to bring the priest. And I'm like, this priest ain't going to save this baby. <laughs> this Again, priest ain't going to save this savior shit. Like white savior shit. Like you have solutions. Y'all have a solution in the shaman, but y'all won't use her because you're waiting on this fucking priest. Like exactly. that, that, that is where I start to get upset. Cause like it, there's a time, there's a solution or at least you can try. Y'all won't even try shit. And I, I guess it's because supposed to know because this fictional Kim Te- King Taejong knows mm. that the shaman won't be able to do anything and I'm like you gotta show us that sh- though you have to sh- you have to show us that we can't just take your word for everything because that again just makes him more into the antagonist he has all the information and none of the people that we're supposed to be rooting for has any information and therefore nothing the lack of communication again lack of communication yeah. lack of communication and then remember that that um, magistrate's like the wife-in-law, like the in-law who was in that little plank, planking. Mm-hmm. She, so she was the one who started everything at the border. And mm-hmm. so she's like some super Saiyan version <laughs> of a monster. <laughs> and she like walks around. She's not like, like other zombies are kind of like really dramatic. She's just like walking like a regular person, except like she looked like a ghost. So like do their intelligence More- levels different? Different her, she's definitely super saiyan because she can come in and just be chill about it and like use her powers when she wants like she's definitely a different level and th- it's just like the whole time and then you know what's crazy and i don't know if this was first episode or second they mm. talk about the origin story part about how they talk about how the spirit got back into 
the cat the the castle or whatever was like there was this guy on the riverside who's a fisherman or something who got possessed mm-hmm. and he brought it back into like a, a place and it's like but the guy who was with him shouldn't be alive to tell this story like it was like he's like oh yeah me and my friend went fishing and then he oh, started doing hole. these things yeah and i was like i was like sir if he's this evil and he's this dangerous how are you alive talking to the king like it's also a lot of yeah also why are you talking about it like it's a plague yeah if it's supposed to be (laughs) demonic monsters because talking about a zombie virus like it's a plague makes sense talking about demonic spirits like it's a plague doesn't make any sense for traditional supernatural and you know what's crazy they bring in snakes like a snake from the well yes there's a snake that comes out from a well okay you know that well that big well (laughs) yeah okay but i actually know what folklore is behind because i'm using it in one of the stories i'm writing yeah I think they're called Guryong, but the, it's supposed to be a house mm. snake that is supposed to protect you from spirits. Mm. So you but, can use mm. Korean folklore with the snakes, but you can't but, you no, use Korean not, folklore to deal with the demon, not, demon demonic spirits. But the thing is, they didn't use the folklore of the snakes as a positive. They're, they use the snake oh, okay, to represent okay, okay. the evil, the big evil <laughs> spirit, like biting people or biting that one guy who then ate other people and his family. And then, so it's like, the, how is this origin story even possible when the guy wasn't even near where the the well was and he didn't even get bit by the snake like i see when you think also, about it too hard <laughs> yeah but that also goes against any korean folklore i've read about like yeah the meaning of snakes and spirit out so yeah i i don't know so yeah, i guess we'll we're 30 minutes in i guess we'll jump into the last three days and what's been the fuck going on yeah please so, tell because i don't know much of what's going on Okay, yeah. So I've 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 um gone through a different few different sources and stuff like that. And of course, the rate in which news is spread on the domestic viewership side of Korea and the rate that um news is spread on the international side is two completely different things. And that comes into a play about a lot of this. And I feel like we're going to have a lot of different opinions on this, which is fine. And I want to know that I want people to know that listening that no one opinion is right what has happened has happened the show is not coming back and i also don't think the show is going to be breaking the industry there's a lot of international fans who i feel like are on this whole oh knets are just doing this because they're just being picky and this is just you know media having the force to go with knets like this umbrella turn for like the entire korea population that's xenophobic Mm. let's not do that um but you have to understand that the characters in this comes out of actual people the cultural that this drama is supposed to represent is also real and so take that into account before you start making your opinions about how korean viewers are just real sensitive because when you go to the breakdown of all of this i don't know that's like as somebody who's black whose culture gets appropriated on a daily basis like Mm. I, i can't be upset at people for being upset with this drama but we get down to the nitty nitty yeah the nitty gritty so for those of you who don't know joseph exorcist has been canceled um sbs released yesterday that um it has been canceled the last the first the, the first and last two episodes were it it had already been 80 percent filmed um luckily a lot of the a few of the actors have already gotten more work but i don't know i think crew doesn't usually get paid until the drama's finished so i don't know how the hell that's gonna happen there's like a lot of a lot of things going on so when the fr- the news started first coming out, 
about like people upset with Joseph Exorcist. I feel like a lot of international fans were just getting news that people were mad because the distortion of history of actual notable kings of the Joseon dynasty, right? Like King Taejong literally started, founded Joseon. He was one of the founders of Joseon. He was, a lot of his, part of his campaign was moving from Buddhism to Confucius um, thoughts and things like that. And so having a monk at the beginning of the episode being like practicing exorcism is very untrue <laughs> um and very not in line with what his legacy states mm. but then i feel like the, the news that got the biggest is that people were upset with the chinese aesthetic that was happening i'm a, that's going to be our buzz term for this episode chinese aesthetic so if the scene of doyoung Do who's playing um sejong daewang where he's greeting the priest a lot is wrong with that scene the aesthetics mm-hmm. of it are all Chinese. The food was not Korean. The there there I have never watched a historical where a prince pours a drink for a commoner, especially a foreign one who's white and Catholic. Right. So there was like a lot of there's a lot of like minor details that tells you that there's one of two things. People were jumping to conclusions. One of two things. Either nobody took the time to look at the details, or because this project was supposedly backed by Chinese funding this is the demands of um, the Chinese funders. For people, for people who don't know, South Korea and China are constantly at political strifes about a lot of cultural things. For those of you who don't know the history of Korea in general, they got fucked up by J- China for a long time. Then they were fucked over by Japan for a long time. And then they got the U.S. came in, fucked them over even more, and split the country in two. So K- South Korea has gone through, Korea, the Korean Peninsula has gone through a lot of shit um, in the world of Asian history. And so, of course, all of that historical stuff still comes up until today. Um, there's constant, you know, talk about um, Dokdo Island, which is an island in the middle of Korean Japan that Korean Japan are always fighting over. Japan calls it their island. Korea calls it their island. Um, there have been a lot of times where people on Chinese internet or Chinese bodies of not government, I don't know if it's government, but claiming things of Korean culture as Chinese. Oh, wow. So, yeah, there's like a lot. There's like a lot of political things. There's a constant like trade wars and things like that. So a lot of that goes into Korean identity. I don't think people realize that because, especially for those of us who live in America, when we think of Korea, we're like, oh, the culture is so rich. The culture is enormously rich. They have these palaces that are still there. They have like traces. Like people in Korea can trace their ancestries back hundreds, maybe even thousands of years if they've tried really hard, right? And I feel like. I feel like for you and me, as people who are black who watch these, we're like we love that because it's amazing to see a cultural intact. Mm-hmm. Like not to say that Black American culture isn't intact and thriving, but that that deep ancestral culture that we might not ever know because right. we you know we're descendants of slaves. But I don't. I what people think. What I don't think people know is that a lot, a, a ridiculous amount of Korean relics of Korean tradition, of Korean buildings and stuff were burned and like decimated during imperial um, occupation, during the J- Japanese imperial occupation. Like Japan mm-hmm. literally ran a train through one of their like most important buildings at that time because they fucking could because they were being colonizing bitches. Um, so there's a lot of history with like a lot if for those of you i'm pretty sure if you're watching korean dramas you know how proud 
Korean people are to be Korean. They are very proud to be South Korean. They are very proud to have become one of the most thriving economies after going through so so much bullshit. It's still so much bullshit. Like the U.S. is still low key occupying in South Korea. Mm-hmm. Like the reason the North Korean South Korean War happened was because the United States wanted to butt the fuck in, and so as a country who has overcome that and is now being shipped on a global stage, I feel like they're come they're becoming even more protective of their culture, which is completely fine and it's very much in their right to do. Um, black people go through this all the time where we're like, hey, how about you not make money off our shit without actually, you know, um, talking about us? But I think it's um the representation of what Korea wants. Um kind of plays into a lot of different things um there are definitely people who watch korean entertainment and uh think that it represents all of south korea which is not true we call a lot of these people who are delusional about south korea and the people that live there korea booths all these are people who just kind of think of east asia people only first of all asia is a very large country and they fantasize and fetishize the Korean culture, the Korean people, and they don't think past what they're watching. So when this first came out, there was like a bunch of attention on the Chinese aesthetic of things. And so like the swords that they were using were um, um, accurate, the food that they were serving. And so the writer tried to explain that this is supposed to be like a border territory between China and Korea. But if you actually look back at, during that 14th century, the, that type of territory didn't exist. And this kind of fusion of Chinese-Korean culture did not exist. Mm. So again, this is on that track. If the story itself had been fictional from the beginning, you can get away with that stuff. But, of course, this writer is using real historical figures whose accounts that um, are in great detail listed in history of what these people were like and distorting it so like king Taejong being like this you know kind of painted as like a maniac who deceives delusions and kills people is not how the actual king Taejong was king Taejong that like a lot of people had was like king Taejong that scene where he's talking about him being the um the prince who could die like he's not the crown prince so his father sent him to go get the priest and they were talking about how king Taejong was never that um pessimistic about his lineage so that's another distortion of history and just kind Mm. of the percentage of people who would watch this and think that some of it is true even if with all the zombie monsters even though the international fandom definitely has a higher iq than most korean people think like i'm not watching kingdom and thinking that any of the shit there was real yeah nor did I go into Joseph Exorcist thinking any other shit that was going on was real? But I understand them being concerned about people who would look at these non-Korean aesthetics, these non-Korean weapons, and think, oh, that goes back into the erasing Chinese ethnic, uh, not Chinese ethnicities, but Asian ethnic, ethnic groups, <laughs> erasing Asian ethnic groups and clumping them all in as one. I think that plays into it and that might be a more Asian American narrative and some people might say that South Korean people don't know anything about that but South Korean people do know a lot about their own culture and they can be protective of it. And so there was a lot. 
so I feel at first the international fandom was just like, well, why are we so pissed off about this? This drama is fiction and things like that. Um, but there was like, but you know, him putting his child in a freezer and all of these like, um, the OST had traditional Chinese instruments. The writer of the, they're saying that the writer of the drama signed a contract with a Chinese company, which means they're receiving Chinese money. And for you people who don't know that, some Chinese um, funding have gone to the point where they want to promote Chinese aesthetics again or they want to take control like there was this that whole um for those of you who don't know who have not been into the drama watching world for a while me and Nia know this mm-hmm. a few years ago China banned everything Korea banned everything yep. South Korea been all and because of that the drama industry almost fell on its head <laughs> because there was so much Chinese funding in um ads and stuff in Korean the film industry so you know how if you look at a lot of um dramas they're like 32 episodes because they're 30 minutes each when in reality they were only like an hour it's because a few years ago korean filming industries had to start looking locally n- not to china for more funding and had to start doing more ads in between episodes so they could still do their projects so right there's all of this pettiness that goes on between the Korean and South Korean government. So there's a lot of people, again, I think this is the perfect storm. Like I said, at the beginning of the episode, um, another thing that I think think plays in a play is that at the beginning of January, there was this Korean YouTuber who um, she liked a comment on her live stream that said that, um, what was it? That kimchi was the head. Let me read you the headline. Um, it says Chinese YouTuber uh, Lee. Oh, okay. So it's a Chinese YouTuber. Yes. Lee uh, Zhi has over 14 million subscribers. She used controversy in Korea after she uploaded a video of herself making what appears to be kimchi with the hashtag Chinese cuisine and Chinese food. So there's this, this went like real, real viral about how kimchi is it something that was made in Korea? Is it Korean based or, or Chinese based and things like that? Oh, wow. So, so yeah, I feel like this was a perfect storm of a lot of things just happening because I feel like there was another instance like this where somebody was, somebody on Chinese internet was claiming something from Korean culture and saying that it was Chinese, and China does this wow. type of the Chinese government I feel does this type of stuff a lot, and I guess people who are considered Chinese nationalists also do this type of thing a lot where they think everything originates from China, but you know it's it's very hard to say because a lot of the stuff is like really old recipes and stuff like that, so nobody knows where the originator is from. But of right. course, so um, there's that happened. And so then things started getting bigger when we realized that all of the funding, like the ads, you know how you like go to the end of the episode, you see all the sponsors mm-hmm. for the episodes. All those people were pulling out. They were releasing statements wow. that they weren't. They're pulling out funding. They, I read a comment on MDL that said they got blocked from filming, like the Joseph Exorcist production people got blocked from filming where they had been filming because they don't want them to film here anymore because the drama was being um controversial and being you know associated with all these negative comments and i went on neighbor and i typed in the title joseph exorcist and there are tens of pages of articles about what the hell is going on so i do feel like it's got real sensationalized because i feel like also, like I said, this is the perfect storm. We're in quarantine. A lot of people are at home. So they're paying more attention to what's on TV, I think, than we right. have ever before. 
And so with all the articles coming out and people actually watching in the movie, like this, this doesn't feel like a, a South Korean historical, no matter about the, you know, the general aesthetic, it feels like the small details were ignored. And so then people were like, well, this is Chinese funded. So this is why these are aesthetics are here. But then the writer came out and said, this is fully domestically funded, which means. Oh, wow. So that whole point was mute now. Moot, I guess. It's moot, but that means y'all didn't pay attention. Like even if, like like the swords that they were using are like sim like European, so like if you, wow. even if you made it like like people were looking at details, and I understand this as somebody who wants to be a screenwriter. If I'm writing a historical and it's based in South Korea, I want almost everything to be as even if it's a fictional South Korea, I want it to still feel like South Korea. You know what I'm saying? And so for people who are really into historicals and they watch this, and people like like I said. South Korean people take pride in their um, their culture. And so they know what a South Korean sword of that time looks like. It's been in all yeah. the other South Korean drama. So why is it not in this one? So that means if this was not, if this was 100% domestically funded, that means y'all weren't paying attention to any detail. Right. And quick question. Since that, since it was domestically funded, I feel like just with like the reason I think I wish that they kind of rebranded this. I feel like this could have worked with proper branding. Like if they were thinking, because we just talked about Art Doll Chronicles earlier. Mm-hmm. That was just fiction from head to toe. Like nothing about mm-hmm. this said, we're going to give you Korea. Like we're not going to put Joseon in the title because that's Art Doll Chronicles is clearly not set in anything relatively modern Korean at all. Mm-hmm. So it's like that was made up to be a fictional thing. I feel like this it's like they put half their foot in and stuck their foot other foot out. Like they were like, let's try to set it in real times, but also we're going to twist reality. Like it's mm, like, I feel like they could have done something well with this, but if they would have just said, it's just going to be a fictional version of Korea, you know what I'm saying? Like not focused on the Royal family, like it's just regular folks, you know? Yeah. And it would have, and that's, we'll get to like more about that at the ending, but like a lot of, I feel like a lot of people were thinking that Korean people are being sensitive, but when you like look into the breakdown of like, even the hairstyles, they're not, they're not, they're not not being sensitive at all. This is their culture and they have every right to gatekeep it. And if you can understand that, then maybe you need to go reflect on that yourself because Korean entertainment is not just entertainment. It's not just Korean population, the South Korean ethnicity is not just entertainment for you. It has more than that. And I understand where people are coming from will be like, well, if we nitpick about everything, well, we're not going to get any more storytelling. Well, then push writers to work past what they've already done. Like, exactly. We'll push, the them beginning, to be about right, push them to be better. But like, they were even talking about, um, they were even talking about like how um, a lot of the mannerisms that the scene between the priest and Young would never be true kings don't ever face corners like there was like a lot of people like a, like there was this one thread that went like into real serious detail about that but mm. even something that i didn't notice is that the interior of the palace from joseon dynasty didn't even look like that like they, it was like more chinese yeah. style interior props and things like that so a lot of people were putting this on the fact that the writer signed with the chinese company and therefore so here's to explain that part the writer signing with a Chinese company, I'm pretty sure this means that they, they signed with WeTV to distribute mm. it to China. And I saw an MDL comment that says when they when the writers distributed the distribute the distribution channel in China, 
was not putting um this is a fictitious drama they were saying that this is actual oh, fact what? on we tv like, they were doing that yeah i think that you know how they had wow. the little black and white yeah. thing in the beginning like this is a fictitious drama nothing this is real i think on the the, the when the distribute happened like they were like this is all based off true story wow that's crazy I, See, I don't know that? if that's true, so, so somebody can double check me on that. But I saw yeah. that in like the MDL comments. So, but if that is the case, then that's that's really messed up. Like, I don't yeah. think it's people being nitpicky, honestly. Right. right. See, the thing is, this like it, what's crazy is that this all thing could be an, avoided had they just been like, you know what? Let's take out Joe Sun out of this. Let's be like, right. here's a brand new world. <laughs> here's <laughs> a new world you've never seen before. Like, it's I don't get. See, the thing is, what, I know you're probably going to get into this about the writer from Mr. Queen, but mm-hmm. it's like, how can you fully sort of do a, you can hit it out of the park in terms of historical accuracy to almost like, like not in with, with switching things up with in the right kind of way to this. Uh-huh. Like it's, it's like, they co- it's like this team totally disregarded everything and was just like you know what yeah Forget it's it. it's i felt for me when i heard that this was the writer for mr queen i was like ain't this a little too quick of a turnaround for a new drama and right. i also feel like but they said 80 percent of it all been filmed so i'm like so was nobody double checking your design department like did y'all not care about the minister i feel like they were so focused on the zombies and the big budget and make it because even the first episodes mm. are titled as 19 plus episodes so were y'all too focused yeah. on the fantasy aspect that you missed the mark on the small details which really make dramas amazing and to get yeah. on the writer for mr queen he is not without controversy because there was controversy in mr queen about them distorting the truth about king Tordung, who was recorded i guess as you know like a sexual fiend and all that stuff and so to mm. spin the story about how he wasn't you know awful Again. oh that's interesting yeah i see Again. i that is i did read that but i i think that was but a lot of folks i don't know if this was just the international side well i can't really comment on the korean side of how mr cream mm-hmm. was received but i did get the vibe that people thought okay since this is a time travel drama this this makes sense like this kind of character change can work for this universe if that makes sense right like right again and so like i i definitely saw mutuals who were very understanding i definitely saw mutuals like oh is this such a big deal i definitely saw mutuals who were like well even if they did use real figures like you you have you have to realize that your audience is not as dumb as you think it is but also Mm. at the same time you have to realize that um she's like she said something like even if they did um did this did what they did to king taejong and kind of making him to a villain to a historical figure that i respected i still know this is fiction so why are we so mm. upset about it you know why is it being blown out the water and things like that i'm like i think i feel like there's just too much stuff going into it like korea has south korea has a mic is being put under a microscope and i feel like again i think it's the perfect storm of just stuff one after the other happening like even mm. there's probably stuff that i didn't mention in this episode that is going on and so it's just Do one after think- the other and and so this just this became the catalyst yeah i was gonna ask do you think this is a boiling point for stuff that's already happened with previous dramas that people kind of let slide and now they're just like yeah. no nah, we're not taking I wonder, this yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah yeah and so but there's also like that that sentiment from 
the international fandom was like, I wish y'all would be this mad about rapists that get to be on television, you know, people who commit sexual assault. Mm-hmm. As as upset as you are about um this misinterpretation of historical context. And I'm like, I get that. I do get that. Because I'd be mm-hmm. so upset when I want to watch drama, but the male lead is problematic trash. A whole criminal who should be in prison. See, that's how I feel about Yu Chun's entire career. I'm like, why is why are why are these men getting jobs? Why are they acting? Why are they see Again, I like which, I, I know what you're saying. Both but mm-hmm. two things can be correct. You can put right. the rapist exactly. in jail and exactly. you can you be, be culture correct. correct. You can be culture correct. Exactly. You can be exactly. There's two the two things can happen. So I don't think people Two things can I've, exactly. I think international fans need to realize that it's not one or the other. They're not being mm. upset about one or the other. This just got blown up out of proportion because more people can resonate with it than the sexual assault, you know, actors who just go under right. the radar because they just come out for a project and then go back. Two things can be correct. The sexual assault yeah. people definitely get the fuck off my television. And maybe this drama definitely should need it like a few more months before you guys decided to produce it. Because exactly. like when were they filming Joseph X Mr. Queen had got done filming like midway before it ended. Yeah. But, so that means y'all were doing it at the same time. I don't know. I know it's not the same production company because Mr. Queen was on TVN and this is on SBS. But mm-hmm. like were people being stretched too thin? Like, there's a lot of what ifs, what happened. And for me, the biggest unfortunate is that I can't see this cast together again. I do yeah. not think this is the end of... Because a lot of people, were, a lot of international fans were definitely making this about themselves. They were sitting in themselves oh, yeah. at the end of this. And their faves, and making it like, oh, my poor Opa, he's gonna struggle. It's like, your Opa's fine. It's everything right. will be okay. Right. I do not think this is the end of historical dramas. I don't think it's the end of historical fantasies, but we're going to get into some more because people have started to pick up on some other dramas that are being made and some of them have Chinese backing, but uh, Mm. one of them definitely needs to be thrown in the garbage. Thrown in the whole garbage, but we'll talk about that in a second. But I think think, think also people are, a lot of international fans are coming from like the perspective of a lot of Korean um, again, two things can be correct, but a lot of other cultures and other ethnicities that are displayed in Korean media are never accurate. How many, how many like blackface having characters or characters with blackness or, you know, South Asian characters, Southeast Asian characters come up in Korean media and they're never portrayed correctly or in a good light. The majority. International fans. A lot of people were just like, why the fuck are y'all mad about that? But y'all aren't mad about, you know, other people's culture. And I'm like, well, it's not their culture. So they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. (laughs) They don't care. Like, I remember all of the bullshit that was surrounding Itaewon class with that character who was like basically in blackface and had dreadlocks. They had, they had a fly fall out of his, there weren't even dreadlocks. Let me, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. That was disrespect to my entire ancestors. Matted locks. They had Hmm. a fly fall. They had a fly. Wow. um, um, fly That's... out of it. That was in Taiwan class. That was that fucking um, what is this? The one with Ji Chang Wook, convenience yeah. stars. That bullshit right there. Right. <laughs> and then also, this just triggered a memory. I remember. I think I watched Big with Gong Yu years ago. That had a mm-hmm. scene about. I think his mom died or something. And of course, the the black man was the one who shot her. It's like oh. um, <laughs> like. And the thing is, that's like like things like that. You just said, like of course 
I think it's because the expectations are like for us, we kind of expect nothing because we receive nothing usually (laughs) like, and that's Mm -hmm. not good. We should expect more. (laughs) And I think we're very vocal about that, which is good, but it's like, Mm -hmm. like even our, our say, for example, we have a movie that gets big in America. That's a black movie that gets like exported to the world. Some people won't pick up on the nuances and the context of what they're looking at. Some people just be like, Oh, all the black people are drug dealers. Like, no, look at look at look at the layers. There's layers in this that are not just about someone selling drugs or even if it's about a topic like that. Or it's not just oh, they're black, like loving basketball. Oh, they're black, they're playing basketball. It's like no, think think deeper. It's not just about the basketball. Like, it's that's what I'm saying. Like, even if we do have media that is positive, quote unquote. It's mm-hmm. always, even then, it can be mis- misinterpreted because people don't understand nuances. They don't. And so, like, a lot of people saying, well, this is unfortunate. I was like, I don't know if that's unfortunate because, honestly, the writing of this drama was not good. Like, I I definitely think that if I had got to episode two and three, I probably would have dropped it already because I don't care about anybody at this moment. Like, I don't like people like again the worst thing about this for me is that people might not get paid for the work they've done and um I won't see this cast again because I was looking yeah. forward to Sung Hoon and Dong Young's like chemistry like what 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 is the tea what is the real tea what is gonna happen but like at the end of the day I don't think it's any international fans non-Korean person's place to you know um talk about people overreacting it's not your culture. You don't have any say in this. Yeah. A lot of people are like, well, we have say because we're international fans. Fuck you and your internationalism. Fuck you <laughs> and your internationalism. You don't have, this is somebody else's culture and culture is very precious to them. Stop fetishizing and fantasizing Korean, the South Korean population, the South Korean, ethnic, the Korean ethnicity, period, because you want to watch this drama. They weren't yeah. doing things right, so it got taken the fuck off air. I, I wish, wish more, we honestly low-key low-key I wish that we could I wish that everyone had this kind of power like in terms of like oh I don't Ooh. like what I'm seeing let's take right. this off because in in this country that's there's so Never. many things so oh my many God. things I have to respect the South Korean viewership because they was like we went for the stand for this shit they had a petition that had like 200,000 signatures already on it I was like Wow! Y'all move with a quickness, with a quickness. Right, a quickness. I, exactly. <laughs> I wish we were that organized. Same. I wish we were that organized. <laughs> yeah, Y'all move I with agree. A swift hand, and so I mean, so yeah, I mean, I feel like it's, it's not our say in this conversation. Like, even really though not, we can, really we not. can observe, we can observe, and we can talk about it. But it's at the end of the day, like, it's not going to be about us. And I think international fans need to get off their high horse and think, oh, this is for me. It's like, no, it's it's really not. You're you're just enjoying <laughs> this content. It's not for you. Like, like this wake drama up and was smell the roses, baby. Like, also, exactly. have you even watched any historical besides Kingdom? Like, if nope. this is your second historical <laughs> bitch, you not really a ain't one. got no say. You ain't got nothing to say to me if you have not cried your eyes out at the last five minutes of a Korean historical from like 2003 to like 2010 bitch I don't want to hear it I don't want to hear exactly. it your, your opinion is irrelevant it's and irrelevant thinking, it's irrelevant stop thinking that um, you can summarize an entire population of people with the word K-Nets because yeah. a lot of people on the internet are people who know the probably know the repercussions 
um, that comes with the distortion of their history of you know media that's going to be shipped internationally and also there's a bunch there's probably a bunch of Chinese and South Korean nuances between the two countries that we don't even know the little research yeah. the little Google stuff that I did the little Twitter threads that I did could not probably t- take a scratch off the history between these two countries and if South Korean people are uncomfortable with some of their greatest kings being depicted in what seem what's seemingly a Chinese setting then they have every right to be yeah exactly I 100% agree and the thing is for a lot of international fans you'll get more dramas like you're just y'all are just here for the content and the entertainment like you're gonna get more things to watch it's not the end of the world like this is not for you to speak over and create like whole accounts Brown talking outs. about bring back Joseon Exorcist. Oh my God. Like, it's if not I see a hashtag, deep. I will fucking scream. <laughs> because you know what that is? You know what that is? It's all you. Oh, um, I'm going to cause Ooh, trouble it. if I say this. <laughs> no, I mean, it's say of, it. It's all of you new K-drama fans that come to the K-drama world mm. thinking we're different and then really mad when you see the same behavior that happened in the fandom you were before, I wonder who brought Ooh. that over here. I wonder where all of that energy came from. Ooh. It's always been here, but it's it got a little maximized during the pandorama since everybody <laughs> and their mama wanted to start watching K-dramas. And I'm not mm. going to keep... I'm not going to gatekeep K-drama television. It's not mine to gatekeep. But right. if, you, if you come over here and be like, oh my god, I thought y'all were different. Well, no because <laughs> every fandom yeah. has its trust me my timeline is very much different from the general K drama timeline yeah you've okay. kind of curated your timeline to be like people who have like are mature adults and not the ones who, who aren't are just stuck like... in 2016 if I yeah. see one more tweet about oh my god I miss 2016-2017 K dramas bitch if y'all don't like, look for new shows <laughs> like and the thing is like 2016 it's like it's like okay that's a good year but i can argue that 2003 was a great year like y'all Ooh. don't like Ooh. y'all don't just i mean <laughs> see thing is i'm not on drama twitter so i don't see in real time how folks are acting but i feel a like mess. a whole yeah, mess just <laughs> but i do hope that this will cause producers and writers to know like this is what you should not do going yeah. forward speaking mm-hmm. of what you should not do let's talk about some of the dramas that got put in the spotlight um upcoming dramas that got put in the spotlight Ooh. because um either they have chinese funding or they're on the same like distortion of history shit now do you know about the guangju uprising oh wait is this the one on my drama list the one with i think i know Snowdrop? exactly i this is exactly i know what you're talking about yep Okay, so for those of you who don't know what the Guangzhou Uprising is, the Guangzhou Uprising has gone down as one of the most significant political movements that's happened um, in Korean history. It was an uprising that happened from May 18th to May 27th in 1980. Estimated around 200 people were killed. During this, pe- during this period, Guangzhou citizens took up arms um, after a local university student who was demonstrating against the martial law government at the time, was fired upon, killed, and raped, and beaten by government troops. Wow. This event is sometimes called um, Oil Pair, which is like a, people recognize this on May 18th every year about what happened in Guangzhou. And there's a movie about it called Taxi Driver, which I highly recommend. There's also a movie called, I think it's 1987, 
that talks about 1980, not 1987, but 1980, um, that just kind of dramatizes and depicts what happened. It was awful. Mm -hmm. There were so many casualties. This is when Korea was under martial law and all of that stuff. But there are tons of, um, yeah, like Sandglass was about that. Yeah, 1987, When the Day Comes was a movie about it. And so there's supposed to be a a movie, not a movie, a drama. A drama, yeah. Whew. It's coming up and it has um I forgot his name, but he's like a trending yeah, he's a trending yeah. actor now who was in eight who was in eighteen again. And yeah. like that drama is supposed like did it get canceled? No, let me tell you what did happen though, that when I saw this baby, I was like, I hope they drop the shit immediately because what so there's a thread um on twitter that you can probably find if you type in snowdrop but she says um then it features as it's the main character a north korean spy who only pretends to be an activist when i saw that i was like bitch what so if you don't know during this time i think this was like the rise of communism and stuff like that and so in the 60s and 80s cops would go up to people says you're a north korean spy and they would frame innocent young protesters like beat them up you know torture them you know arrest them some of them end up dead and so the main character of this drama is a north korean spy pretending to be an activist wow how in the fuck why to put this on what reason Sorry. Right, this this would be like a white passing man pretending to be on Dr. Martin Luther King's side and getting him killed. Like what? <laughs> See, I'm I'm not a, why? Why? Oh, Tori, that makes no sense. Whoa. Okay, so I'm reading the thread more in depth. I had only read the first tweet and I was like, okay, so I'm not watching this. And I wanted to talk about it. She says, so apparently hot male lead number two is an ex national security official the national security officials in the 1980s were the people who were hurting innocent people they were famous for waterboarding and murdering student protesters wow oh my god (gasps) what happened (laughs) the character okay so a lot of okay before this drama got the 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 controversy is getting now it got controversy earlier because the female lead is being played by jisoo by blackpink a lot of what exactly a lot of people who were into korean dramas have beef with idols who just get lead roles like out the gate yeah and i have no problem with it if the role matches you know the aesthetic they're going for but like having jisoo play the lead in this drama to me doesn't makes sense because I don't think she's had any other acting experience but they're saying that her name is Youngcho and Youngcho is not a common woman's name in fact it's the name of an actual student protester from the 1980s who had family had a fairly famous collection of essays who were published in 2017 wow so like the idea that any actor would read this i'm quoting this girl she said g-a-t-a-m-c-h-u-n on twitter she said the idea that any actor would read a script like this portrays national security officials as good or principled in any way to affirms that an insanely violent red scare propaganda of the 1980s and agrees to do this show that's wow 
they've got to get they've got to before that drama even gets to filmed they need to go back to the drawing board or just can that one because like what is why would they want to keep distorting like the okay so like also like the guang like there's like to this day a lot of like political parties in korea don't even acknowledge the guangzhou uprising the only reason the world knew about what was happening in south korea if you watch taxi driver it's because a foreign um journalist snuck into guangzhou took pictures recorded stuff did interviews and came out if not the guangzhou uprising would have never been known to the world they were mm. they were telling people outside of guangzhou that these are north korean spies and insurrectionists so that's wow. why we're killing them in the streets that's wow. how this is one of like the most pinnacle political movements in the South Korean history, and you bitches are gonna make mainly a North Korean spy. Wow. See, when we said come up with shit, we mean come up with shit. Again, this is all leading up to one point. That if you're going to make a drama, make it purely fictitious. I don't know what is with writers in South Korea being obsessed with only using real characters only using real people as their characters that limits you so much as a great example in Joseon Exorcist it limits you you can't go too far off the rocker you can't go too far under the rocker you gotta be right around the point so when people watch the drama it's still believable so to make all these characters of real people it just makes no fucking sense like why won't y'all just make shit up you can make an entire lure about zombie vampire Frankenstein monsters, but you couldn't make up a, a royal family. Yeah. Oh, also, I was looking at the different drama. There's going to be two dramas on the Guangzhou uprising. One that's supposed to be more accurate, and the other one is Snowdrop. So it's the other one is Youth of May. But there's like a there was like a whole list of dramas. Let me actually find this. There's like a whole list of dramas that are coming under fire for like interesting. I think Jiri-san was actually one of them. Jiri-san is supposed to be the movie that written by the person who wrote Kingdom. Mm. Oh, okay. So the issues have caused public concern over dramas related to historical figures, Chinese investment, Chinese adaptations. Oh. Okay, so like the Golden Hairpin, I guess, is a Chinese adaptation. So, many, so the, the dramas on the list are Snowdrop, Jiri-san, My Roommate is a Gumio, The Golden Hairpin, and When the Day Breaks. I haven't. And these are all Chinese adaptations. No, they either have Chinese adaptations, Chinese funding. They're either historical. Yeah, so it's either historical Chinese investment or Chinese adaptation. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, I feel like even though Joseon Exorcist went like it was like a breaking point, I don't think this will be the last time we see something like this. Oh, hell no. I hope that this. I hope that it pushes anybody who wants to write a historical moving forward to really think outside the box to really just be like okay let's make us something completely different let's make a fictitious joseph right. let's make a fictitious Cre- create a new world like can't can't we create a new world where there's like <laughs> like not trying to be like can we give something like completely a world that we've never seen before right like, and i think and i know we were talking about you know chinese politics and all that stuff but china does this really well where they just make shit up half the little shows that come out during the year made up countries made up countries yeah like it's super fantasy super out there like fanatical and i'm like what is stopping people what is stopping the creative people in south korea for doing that right like what is stop? what truly is stopping you like somebody answer me that what is stopping you if you do it right it could happen 
kingdom mm. obviously did that because I don't even think the kings of kingdom are real. Yeah, I, I, that's a good, that's a good point. Are they real? I have not. Let I didn't me look either. this up. I don't even yeah. think they're actually. I'm genuinely they were curious. Actually, they were actually um, actual kings. Let me take a gander. So, Kingdom South Korea cast. Is Li Chung? I mean, that sounds like that could be one of the. Is Li Chung it feels like that could prince? be a real prince, though. All right. But we don't know. It could be because I don't see on Wikipedia like a link to that king's page, which usually tells me. I have Chang of Goryeo, but this was definitely in Joseon. So yeah, and I'm looking at the Wikipedia, and usually on Wikipedia they're good with like playing King so and so, and they'll link you to their page. And I'm not seeing anybody linked. So Homegirl did it. What is stopping right? you? Other what is stopping? What is stopping you? Like when I saw this this whole thing for for Snowdrop, I'm like. How the fuck? How does somebody look at this and be like, "Yes, this is gonna be a great, <laughs> a great drama"? When you are, when you know who are living in that country that there's still controversy if the Guangzhou Rising even happened or not. Like there are people who still think that the two thousand people that died were North Korean spies. Mm, that's sad. An insurrectionist. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you right. fucking kidding me? This is. This yeah, is a this, lot. This is a <laughs> lot. Like, and really, the takeaway from all this is, if you're gonna be mentioning historical folks, give them at least at least have be grounded in reality in the sense of yes. pay attention to the details. Like, if you're going to, or just change the names and call it a totally different universe. Like, <laughs> like this total- whole thing could have been contra- like could have been avoided by saying, "Here's a king from another world." And just call it right. the exorcist. And then be right. like, call it something else. Like, see, to me, it's like, I don't get it how, that's one thing I'm not understanding. I feel I'm like it's understand. lazy. I feel like yeah. it's, I, that has but to be lazy. That get at this green? point, right, at this point, that is lazy writing. If you were yeah. only going to, because like, how many stories have we got about Sejong Dewang, about Sejong Dewang, about, about, about the founders of Goryeo, the people who were, lived in Chile. Like, we've gotten so many stories y'all are too lazy to come up with new characters because i know like one of my friends who um really is she likes dong yoon and she talked about how the writer um there was an account about how king taejong was singing ghost like there's like some kind of account in the joseon annals about him singing ghost and so that sparked the writer's interest to write the story and i'm like okay cool but then you just gonna change his name like right you, <laughs> like you didn't have to go and turn king first of all be ableist and then turn king sejong into like this crazy man who's just killing people and like i don't i don't like i'm interested to see where the story was supposed to go yeah where where was the story supposed to go and i heard (laughs) and i looked up and they said they were finished with 80 percent of filming so all those episodes are done so they're just i don't know what's going to happen now like i know it's canceled but i wonder if two years down the line or three years, like, letting time pass, will they release it to see, like, what were they trying to do? Like, was there an attempt? Like, I don't know. So, as of right now, we're not going to see those episodes. And the thing is, I feel like it's too late now. Like, even if they tried to release it now, just be like, oh, we're just going to put it online in case you want to see it since we can't put it on TV. 
Like, do I, I don't think want to invest my time? Right. Like, would we want to watch? Because it's like the first two episodes are set the stand the stage for what's to come. And it's like if, if we're already confused and there's plot holes galore, then it's like, is it worth it? <laughs> like Is it truly worth it? Also, I looked up the prince that um Park Sung Hoon's character is playing. And he's a really interesting character. Like, there's like this whole account of that. Um, despite people's hatred for same-sex relationship, he was openly bisexual. And I was like, y'all took a character like that and made him just seem like he drank and was like, um, uh, I don't know, a tyrant or whatever. Yeah, like the oldest son. The oldest son. Oh, had him. like a really interesting. He had a really interesting life. Like he didn't want to be king. See, like, that would be fascinating. Was, where's the gro- where's the character development? Like to learn more about him, that would be interesting. But like he looks like, like a real cool person. Like he left the capital and all of his people followed him. And even wow. when people like he he fought for his brother, um, and all that stuff, and that he pretended to be like rude and crazy because he didn't want to be king. Wow. Well, that's at least what the English Wikipedia says. I don't know what the Korean one says. Because I, I looked him up on Namo Wiki or whatever, like the Korean Wikipedia, and it seemed kind of different or whatever. But now I just want to read a book about it. Like, yeah, this man seemed definitely very cool and very amazing. And I just want to yeah. make a character about it. Am I going to use his name? No. I'm going to create a whole different character in a whole different, <laughs> yeah. a whole different city. Because, like... yeah it's honestly just wasted potential and wasted budget like when i look it wasn't it 32 million dollars or something or i don't know the budget was was big though yeah the budget was big and it's like uh no no like it's over now i wish i would love for international fans to move on like and just leave this alone yeah Like I'm exactly. sad. I, like I like if you were a fan of the people in the show, like I know you're probably sad. Like, damn, this could have been a great role for them. This could have got them on the map, and it could have. But I don't think. Also, people who are going after the, I do agree with people who are mad at certain people on Korean internet going after the actors. Like they had anything to do with the aesthetics of this project. Like if anyone is to fuck up, is the production people. <laughs> yeah. Like he like old boy doesn't know if the sword is supposed to be a korean sword or not like he's just playing a character so i don't i'm hoping that the actors come out of this and still have you know work handed to them and that this controversy won't follow them onto their next project and stuff like that because none of none of the controversy is their fault yeah you know what i'm saying like this is this yeah. isn't as intense as snowdrop because the people who signed no, up for no, snowdrop no. i don't know what the fuck y'all were thinking <laughs> The right. people who signed up for Snowdrop, and again, that that's also that thing. It's like, well, where do we draw the line and what can be depicted and what can't be? But I'm like, mm-hmm. you also gotta choose which hill you're willing to die on. Because yeah. there was a quote from um, Bejong Ok who played the um, Queen Dogwire and Mr. Queen, and she was just like, I don't think dramas are supposed to depict reality because they're fiction. And so, cause she, I guess they were asking her to comment on the Mr. Queen, you know, controversy and stuff like that. But she's like, I, well, she's like, I'm an actor and we play fictional characters. And so, like, even if this was like a retelling of a, a king who wasn't as amazing as Torjong was, 
you know, there's a line. And I mean, and I get that. There's definitely that. But right. we always talk about that in all media. Like, there's a line of, like, what is fiction, what's real, and what you should be showing, what you shouldn't be showing. But you got to pick which project you're willing to throw your name on like that. Like, Snowdrop, I would have saw that shit and been like, excuse me? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Same. Like, if somebody, like, yeah, like, no, like, I don't know. I think this will definitely put a lot of historicals under a microscope. And mm. I I hope and pray that it not pray. I hope to the no, I'll pray. I'll pray to the muses. <laughs> that I'll pray to the muses that this just pushes writers to be more creative. It pushes people to go and care about the details of their projects. Right. And, and to build a world people, put, and, and yeah, lore it and if you're better. Yeah, and if you're going to be you historically better. accurate, be historically accurate. Like, if you're going to use real folks, like, put in the details of their of them. You don't have to create new things up of thin out of thin air, you know? Yeah. Like, and I, I mean, I completely agree. I just, this whole thing was fascinating to watch in real time for the things I did see. And it's like, I definitely think this is a turning point. I think we're going to be talking about things post Joseon Exorcist and pre Joseon Exorcist for sure. Right, right, right. Because like, when was the last historical you watched that had to do with um, royalty that wasn't like besides Mister Queen that wasn't about like the founding of Joseon or <laughs> the fall of Gloria? <laughs> like, right? Why were y'all so obsessed with obsessed with that specific time? Were there no mm. other fun people after that time? I know after that we get into a lot of like Chinese occupation. And like Korea being like a semi state for China and stuff like that, and then there's like Japanese imperialism. But are there own no other creative figures? Also, like historicals don't have to just be about royal people. Where are yeah. all my domestics? My like domestic yeah, folk, the regular folks, the regular folk. Now China does not do that well. They don't do regular folk well. They don't. Mm. <laughs> they don't do regular folk well. Like, it's really about, like, the dynasties and the kingdoms and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm interested to see what other historicals we get out this year. Let me actually look and see. I don't think we have many, to be honest. Um, I think a lot of people are going to be hesitant. A lot of production, a lot of broadcast stations are going to be hesitant to do them now. Mm -hmm. And also because, like, once, I feel like once um, people were riding on this drama, so a lot of the Mm -hmm. hype there's nothing right now that's out that's can the hype can be transferred to to be if that makes sense so mm-hmm. like it's it's like everyone was putting all their eggs in this basket and now that this basket's gone all these people have these pent-up energy and they're like what am i gonna do because all the, the airing shows right now are just kind of meh <laughs> like they're good but i feel like nothing is sh- scratching that proper historical itch that people are wanting yeah. i have and five so- historicals dramas coming up what is Bosom still the fate i keep seeing this it's a total story of a person who accidentally who accidentally kidnaps a princess that's already interesting mm? wait wait Bob, what it's called Bosom stealing fate and it's is it a comedy it's the tags are historical fiction wrongfully accused hidden identity kidnapping princess and love triangle Ooh. oh no <laughs> sounds love when you, you put in that love me. triangle there, you I'm lost like me. oh no <laughs> this is bawu who engages in the practice of connecting widows who had no hopes of getting married with new husbands he was framed for, for cons- conspiracy by someone at a young age and though he was able to escape with his life he has 
had to hide his identity and live in poverty since. The drama will be set during the reign of King Kwangi and will revolve around Peu and, actu- and Princess So Kyung. And it will be a story of life and love that touches upon oppression experienced by women and in the impoverished. See, I like the women in the impoverished part. I don't like the love triangle part. Because the poster got uh, the three main characters on it. And I'm like, oh, damn. Y'all yeah. really going to put this love triangle on hard, aren't we? Um, Yuri's in it from Shinose. She's playing really? the main character. Interesting. Yes. See, I I feel like this is gonna we're gonna enter a dry season for, for historicals. Oh, Juno is oh wait, my boy Juno from two PM. Oh yeah, he did get confirmed for this. Okay, this is about the story of a royal noble consort, Ui, of the Song clan, who was the mother of the crown prince Myunho. She started off as a court lady but eventually rose to the highest rank among the women of the internal court as the first rank senior Ben. The story will portray the dramatic life twist that occurred for an ordinary court lady to become the more mother of a crown prince. I fucking hate um um what do you call it? Not concubine. What is the term for the place where the concubine harem dramas? I hate that harem. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, hate that's just drama so and it's so much. But also I think it's cuz you've seen more Chinese harem dramas, right? Oh, they just <laughs> when I'm telling you them bitches are evil. Them bitches be evil. <laughs> them bitches are evil. They be killing kids and shit. And I'm like, I can't take this. Also, the 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 emperor, the king, whoever the fuck he is, is not handsome. Y'all are all fighting for the love yeah. of a very ugly ass man. <laughs> and, just like, and even if he was handsome, I'm still not going to sit through all this bullshit. When I'm telling you that they just be doing the most, I'm like, I can't do this. I yeah. can't do this. But Juno is playing the king. And Lisa Young is playing the consort, but it's only sixteen episodes though, so I might, I might, I might could rock with her, cause it's only sixteen. Cause like if this mm-hmm. was more than sixteen, I'd be damned. I would be damned. I would not. I couldn't do it. I love Juno so much, bruh. <laughs> right. There's another one called Red Sky, set during the Joseon era again. <laughs> again, Shilla, Shilla and Goryeo were so much prettier. Why do we keep right? <laughs> Hong Ong Tong Ki is a female painter with a genius like painting talent. She is picked as the first female painter of Dohwaso, um, the Korean Royal Academy of Painting. Hong Tong Ki also has a beautiful appearance and a bright personality. For her painting is everything. One day she meets Haram. Haram is an officer at Seo Hwang Kwan, an office in charge of astronomy, geography, art of divination and meteorology when he was young an accident caused him to become blind Hong Tong Ki falls in love with him but she doesn't care that he is blind Hong Tong Ki keeps appearing in front of Haram and he finds himself waiting for her okay 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 wait that's something I'm down down because this I mean of course they're, they're in the palace so there's gonna be some royal plots who's the screenwriter on this let's check that that's another thing that I started <laughs> doing oh be melodramatic. I like her. Did you watch Be Melodramatic? Mm-mm. Oh, you should. It's a good, like, women-centered drama. Interesting. Yeah, she's a writer for that. Who's the director? Because, you know, he got the final say on right. stuff. Let's see. The director for Hyena. The director for You Who Came From The Stars. And mm, he's losing me. <laughs> he's losing <laughs> me. Trey with Deep Roots was fine, but You Who Came From The Stars, bruh. Uh honestly uh, like all those like i'm not gonna lie 
those like the you who you you who came from the stars like what's that other one 2016 2017 dramas the air was in right the airs lady from the water and the blue moon mermaid thing yeah i was like no thank you yeah that was even if jin young was in that i was like if jin young no right he was in that he did good though but it's just that plot woo that plot let me see the age gap between the leads before i say this is gonna be good (laughs) tori before you give it the okay (laughs) let me check because the 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 male actor is on hills up from dr Mm -hmm. romantic to queen of ring he's 25 i didn't know he was my age he's our age interesting (laughs) right it's played by one of who i like to call her the fairies of um of K-drama world, they're like the the actresses that were child actors that now are not child actors, but they always oh. end up playing in dramas with men who were 10, 15 50. years <laughs> Men who are, too, could be their fathers. And I'm so glad she's only she's 21, so there's only a four year age difference. Thanks, That's good God, <laughs> right? Bless God. The bar is in hell because we're like, the oh my God, it's only a four year age gap. <laughs> girl i was like bitch i was about to scream i was like please i was like i know on him stuff is not that much older than her but i didn't need him to be 30 like she's 21 she just exactly 21. <laughs> so this is a little 16 episode that's supposed to come up later in the half of this year but that's we only got five like mm. i mean i that's i kind of expect that now because historicals are not the trend I feel like there yeah. definitely was a time when they were pumping them out because they were on trend and people were watching them on TV and they were huge. But I feel like it's going to take, like, I was hoping Kingdom would push people in the right way and I feel like they pushed it in the wrong way. But I hope people get back on track. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know if Kingdom, I feel like Kingdom kind of set the bar high because Kingdom got yeah. really popular globally. So people were like, interested in Korean history. Yeah, people are interested in it was so funny. Somebody called Joseph Exorcist Value Mark Kingdom and I like <laughs> Dollar Girl, Tree like, Kingdom. Dollar Tree Kingdom. But like I'm hoping that um because Kingdom was so good that people wanted to a lot of more international people are paying attention to Korean historicals. Yeah. Which I also think feeds into why Joseph Exorcist got all the controversy that it did. But that's true because yeah. it was mar- not only marketed towards the Korean audience; it was marketed as this big budget, kingdom esque yeah. thing. So I can see why it was extra eyes on it. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm interested. I'm. I, we just have to wait and see, like, because when is the next time we're gonna get a fifty episode Korean drama? Because most of these oh, are probably like never. Episodes. Never, that would make me sad because i like long historicals but you just got to make sure the ending's not super sad yeah like because people we set a different bar when like nokto and six flying dragons and rebel like it yeah. was like one after the other the dramas were good they, they were. were good they were popping and then they were. i don't know what after happened that, it just <laughs> fell off <laughs> and i i, I think also, I think they need to realize that for historicals that you don't have to put in a young trending actor to do a great show. Like, I think right. that's what Kingdom, and I'm not trying to say that the lead actor for that is not young or like, but he's well, not like a teenager. He's, he's not okay, like but somebody. He's a, a class mm-hmm. actor that everybody, everybody knows that man's name. Most of the cast and Kingdom, right. people knew. They were like, right, but I'm saying that they didn't actors. pick. 
Right, but they yeah, didn't they, pick someone who's like a new like, like rookie. Trending, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, trending. Like they picked someone who was seasoned, someone who everyone knows. Like you can make a historical where you don't have to find someone who's like seventeen to be the main. Right. You know, I think I think a lot of people were like, we want the we want the historical aesthetic for the youngins because they want mm. viewers and stuff, and they want ratings and stuff, which I think is fine, but. I just think the best historicals come from an older cast. I think so too. A seasoned cast, an older cast, and then longer drama. Like Mr. Queen, like we we talked about this last episode. We were so happy about Mr. Queen because the actors were around the same age. They were around the same age. They were older. Like the cast in general was much older. And they were kind of, I don't like to place the title idol on dramas because I feel like that demeans idols and demeans the dramas that they're in. But mm. it when you do these kind of uh, trending dramas, I'll say this: when you yeah. use like um, a, a basic rom com plot into a historical, yeah. it's not bad. But that can't be the only thing that we coming out with all year. <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. I need some, and that's variety. a good way to put it. That's mm-hmm. a good way. Like, it's not technically saying idle historical, but it's like a trendy what you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's supposed to appeal, to, like it's a fusion, it's supposed to appeal to a younger audience. Yeah. And I feel like because of the history and the way historical started, that this use of actual people just became the norm for historicals. And people mm-hmm. have tried to like come out of it, like rookie historian, I don't think, I don't know if any of the kings are real in that one, but the story, I don't, I don't know if that ever happened about like women becoming, you know, um, scribes and like recording the history of the royals and things like that but it was an interesting story and they didn't go really off far off the book like it's there's a way to do things and joseph exorcist failed badly like great thought horrible execution we talk about this all the time like you have a great thought bad execution also like not just the controversial stuff. The lore of the drama made absolutely no fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. So that was our thoughts on it. I'm I'm going to lower my expectations for historicals this year. You can catch <laughs> me. You can catch me and see drama historical land, baby. Cause yeah. <laughs> they there's some good projects coming out in china this year and i'm excited for it and i will i will get nia to watch at least one chinese historical with me this year that is my goal (laughs) i you didn't even finish joy of life did you no i dropped it (laughs) they come in with season two it's not bad joy of life is not bad nia just doesn't nia has commitment issues (laughs) that's what that is (laughs) yeah i just something didn't mesh with me after a while i was like okay <laughs> it got it got kind of procedural toward the end which i understand but joy of life was amazing i really want you to watch the story of mingling with me because it's women and you would love it mm-hmm. so like watch the first episode like like before yeah, july right. watch the first episode is it 70 episodes yes do you have to oh, watch goodness. it all at once <laughs> no you don't have to watch it all at once though it's so good it's a power couple the actual actors in the i've definitely told you this before the actual Mm -hmm. actors in the story are married like the male lead and the male female are married but oh that's cool right it's great it's like watching them like go from people who don't know each other to it's not even the focus is not even romance the focus is these women who have to be 
who have to be subjective to the living as concubines and original wives and their children and marriage and all that and homegirl is smart as fuck she's not gonna give you any annoying female lead nothing mm. she is the smartest character in the entire show interesting yes it sounds good i'll check it out this is this is my story of Mingland propaganda. Thank you. Um, <laughs> this episode is almost a hundred uh, a minute, uh, one a minute, an hour and forty minutes. We hope you enjoyed it. We definitely wanted to do this um, before, I guess, the hype died down. But talk about it because I don't think anybody who's been in Korean dramas for a long time has experienced a drama being cut off after two episodes. Like nobody has like experience this and this is a very like going down and history moment for historicals and for korean dramas period yeah so yeah um if you please let us know your thoughts on twitter you can find us at twitter at c-o-m-m-n-t-d you can find us on tiktok at commented podcasts and our youtube channel and you know let us know your thoughts what do you think what is your opinion on it um if your opinion is to say that korean people are being sensitive i don't want to fucking hear it uh, <laughs> but until next time, I'm Tori. And I'm Mia. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Annyeong.